Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on localjobnetwork.com radio. My name is Jenna Konar, and you're listening to I Want to Be A, where each episode we finish that sentence with a career title and bring you an experienced professional to give us the inside scoop on that profession. Today, we're covering the topic, I Want to Be a Baker, and I'm talking with Cindy Kinsley, who is the owner and chief baking officer of the Hungry Monkey Baking Company. Thanks so much for joining me today, Cindy. Thanks, Jenna. So to start off, do you want to tell me a little bit about what kind of attracted you to the baking industry and a little background on your company and how you started it? Well, I've always wanted to be a baker. I started baking when I was very young. I lived across the street from my auntie nanny. She was an amazing home baker, and I really got the bug from her, baking, eating. Um, I'd sneak across the street when I knew she was baking, and it was just something I really enjoyed from a very young age. And so when um, exactly did you start your company, and how did you make that decision? Well, that's an interesting story in that I always wanted to be a baker, and I had a couple of little attempts when I was starting my career, but I had started as a marketing uh, salesperson and then went into marketing. And I had a job with benefits. And even though people always said, oh, you know, you should bake for a living. You should start a bakery. You should do this. You should do that. I just never took the leap because I was always worried about, well, job security, you know, having a, a paycheck and didn't quite know how to do it. So I spent many years in the marketing field and didn't really start my company until I was 50. Okay. Well, better late than never, I guess. Right. (laughs) Very late, right? Yeah. So uh, could you walk us through what a typical day looks like for you then with your work? Basically, three days a week. I Well, I want to say that initially, I think it might be more helpful for your listeners if I share what I did initially. Sure. Because my business has changed and now I have people that bake for me. Okay. But initially, three days a week, I would actually go to a commercial kitchen that I rented. I rented space from someone who already had a kitchen that was set up. And three days a week, I'd go and bake from early in the morning. I'd bake all day. I'd bake eight or nine hours a day. And the other two days a week, I would go to the restaurant depot. I'd literally drive my minivan to the restaurant depot, which is like a a warehouse for commercial businesses. And I'd fill up my van with everything you'd expect, flour and sugar and chocolate chips. And so I started out that way and it was hard. It was really, really hard, but it was mine. It was my own. So that was exciting. Since you did start your own company, how did you decide to go down that path as opposed to maybe starting at another bakery or another or baking at another store? Right. You know, I just knew that at that, for me, um, at that point in my life, and that was four years ago, I really felt that I wanted to have to own something of my own. I had worked for, for other people for most of my life, my entire life. And so I thought it was really important at this point because I also had a young child at the time. I personally needed the flexibility in my schedule. So while I was working five, sometimes seven days a week, depending on the number of orders we had, you know, I felt it was really important to, um, for me to have something of my own and also for my future, for my daughter's future, hopefully if it's successful, I'll have something to hand down to her. So what would you say, now that you've gotten some experience as a professional baker, what would you say are some skills that are essential to being a baker? I think patience. Mm-hmm. And because 
I'm not really generally a patient person, but I think it's really important with baking Mm -hmm. to be patient because if you rush through it, you will make a mistake. And if you make a mistake, you're not just, you know, it's not just like when you're at home making a batch of chocolate chip cookies and you have to throw it away because something, you know, you didn't, you didn't measure something right. You forgot to put something in. When you're a professional baker and you have an order, you may be baking a hundred cakes at a time. Mm -hmm. And I should back up a little bit and say that my business is a wholesale bakery. So we bake to order for grocery stores. So it's a little bit different than a storefront bakery. Mm -hmm. And so do you want to touch on a little bit on your business and kind of explain to the listeners what exactly you sell and what types of stores you go into to sell? Well, I guess I should back up a little bit and tell you that my business started almost by accident. Someone who really enjoyed a friend who enjoyed my baking, who was always bugging me to start my own company, had an opportunity for me to bake for a charity sale. And I did that and it was really successful. We sold out two days in a row and I thought, hmm you know, let me see if this really could work. So I started out in farmer's markets, which I think for a lot of people, it's a great way to get a feel if there's really a market for your product. If you, you know, depending if you have one product or if you, if you want to be a general baker, that's a different story. But I had one product at chocolate chip banana bread that I started out with. It was sort of my personal signature thing that everyone seemed to like. So for me, it was a really great way to test it to see if it was you know, that there was a real demand in the marketplace, not just my best friends and my mom saying, oh, this is great. (laughs) So I think that it was a really great, inexpensive way to get started. And that was my path. But for other people who may not want to do that, could always work an apprentice in in a bakery. My niece did that. And she discovered she really didn't want to do that as a profession. So I think it's a really safe way to really learn the business and not just about the baking. There's so much more to starting a business than the actual baking. Because I learned that the baking was was really, the baking in and of itself was hard, Mm -hmm. but the business part and the marketing and the sales, you're doing everything if you're starting your own business. I think for most people, it's best to work in someone else's business, figure it out, learn from them, find a mentor, even if you have to work for free or work very, you know, inexpensively. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's really important to learn because there's much more than just the baking, you know, and someone can go to bake, you know, to culinary school, but they may not learn, you know, customer service. They may not learn, you know, profit margins or, you know, all the things you need to, to, to have a successful business. Because at the end of the day, most people need to support themselves. And it sounds like experience is really a key part of kind of getting into this field. What type of educational background should someone have, or do they need an educational background? Is it more of an experience-based thing in order to get into this field? You know, I did have a formal education, but it was in marketing and business, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of it. And then I think you can learn from someone else, so I don't necessarily think that everyone needs to go to college. I think culinary schools now offer, some culinary schools, depending on where you go, they do have classes in business, so it's the complete package. For me, I just, I never went to culinary school. So for me, I went to, I took intensive courses at culinary schools and learned along the way. And I've been doing it for such a long time. For me, it was actually the baking professionally and baking in larger quantities was a little bit more challenging than Mm -hmm. I'd expected. So after someone has maybe gone to culinary school and they've maybe started at the farmer's market or started getting a little bit of experience, what is the first step that they should take to find a job in the baking industry? I think the first step is to 
to, once they've done all that, then they, hopefully they have a better idea of exactly which type of baking they'd like to do. If they want to be a baker and be an hourly worker, that's fine. And so they have a lot of options. They could work for someone like me and who sells wholesale to grocery stores, or they could work for an actual storefront or a coffee shop that sells baked goods. If they have an in-house bakery, they could work for a, a large chain like Panera Bread that hires bakers. So if someone wants to work as a baker and that's exactly what they want to do and they don't want to do anything more, mm-hmm. that's a great option. And then they could, you know, like you said, apprentice or mm-hmm. work for someone in that in that field. But but I think most people generally want what they have most people's dream, like it was mine, mm-hmm. is to open up a storefront. And so I think first thing is to find your favorite bakery and talk to the owner and offer to be an apprentice. And hopefully it's a paid internship or apprenticeship. But if not, consider possibly working for free for a short amount of time to get some experience. A lot of times people will hire you after that. And if you don't get hired by that person, if you pick the best place in town, other bakeries will hire you. And so when you're going through the the kind of job seeking process, do you have any tips maybe for someone going into a job interview? What does a, a job interview for a baking position usually look like? Um, is, there any, yeah, <laughs> is there any kind of test of your skills or is it more of just talking like a typical interview? How does that usually look? For me, it's been who I've known. I've hired people through other people and people have had experience. That's why I mentioned that it's probably a good idea to have some sort of experience, maybe an internship or an apprenticeship. But I think the number one thing is passion. Mm-hmm. And a positive attitude, someone who comes in who's happy and who has energy. I know that if someone comes in and looks like they're depressed or, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, they really don't want to be there or they don't ask any questions, it's, I liken it to dating. You want people to be interested in you. So I think ask a lot of questions. Seem like you're really interested and ask for the job. You know, you don't have to be, say, I'd like, I'd like to work here. You know, if you're not comfortable saying, I want this job. You could say, I'd like to work here and um, just show you're interested. And do you have any advice for maybe choosing a place that you want to apply to? Because it seems like bakeries are kind of everywhere now. They're a really popular thing. Right. Should you just go on, you know, what's been recommended to you? Or is there any kind of way to kind of investigate which bakery would be right for you? (laughs) (laughs) I think go on Yelp and see what the reviews are. You don't want to work for a place that has really bad reviews mm-hmm. to do a little online investigation. And I think just your own taste buds. I'd go in and, you know, grab something and, and see what it tastes like. If you enjoy it and it's really good, you know, personally, I would rather not have anything. Mm-hmm. If it's not good, I don't really want to waste my money or calories on it. <laughs> so I think, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, the the bottom line is if something tastes good in a bakery, <laughs> if you really like what they're baking. I mean, some people do. There's a place where I live. It's, it's a wonderful bakery that a lot of people like. I don't particularly care for it. It's more European baked goods. Okay. It's not my personal, you know, what I enjoy. So I think you have to go and you want to do what you really enjoy. And for me, it's it's just the, the old classics, you know. And so because our listeners are high schoolers or maybe college students that are kind of looking into different careers that they want to pursue, can you give us maybe a ballpark idea of what type of compensation someone might make as a baker? 
And obviously there's a different range of, you know, you are a baker and an owner of your own business, but maybe someone who's starting off as a baker in someone else's bakery. Yeah, I think that anyone starting off as a baker in someone else's business is looking at minimum wage or maybe a little bit higher depending on the metropolitan area. You know, in Chicago, people are probably going to get a a higher wage than if they're in an outlying suburban or rural setting. So I think it really is a, a huge range, but I think we're talking generally minimum wage to possibly $10, $12 an hour. Okay. If you're doing more than baking, I think it really, it's a huge range and it depends on the area that you're looking at. So I think once you, you know, once you figure out what you want to do and yes, as an owner, it's a little bit different because then you're keeping the majority of the profit, Mm -hmm. but it's still challenging. It's still challenging, you know, because I chose to sell to grocery stores initially and my business model is changing right now, but the grocery stores take 40%. So you can see right away, you know, that you have to not only pay for baking and packaging and labels and Mm -hmm. insurance and all of that, but you also, distribution is a big part of it. You have to get it there and then the stores take 40%. You could do the math. You have to sell a lot of product to make a living. Aside from the compensation, I know there's a lot of general idea that bakers usually have to work really long hours. So for someone who's maybe just starting off in this field, would you say that that's true about working long hours or working early in the morning? I mean, I think if you're working for other people, yes, it it can be true. If someone's a bread baker, it's a bread bakery, and they do predominantly bread or a a large amount of bread, people may have to be working in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. I know people like it's a chain Panera work through the night. For most bakeries, Storefront bakeries, people do need to get there in the early morning hours when they open the doors at, you know, seven, eight, nine, there's fresh products. So it is a job that requires you to work early hours. My business, the wholesale business, is a little bit different because we bake to order and we bake during the day. Okay. Our hours are pretty normal. They're pretty early, but they're like seven. We have different shifts, but let's say, you know, 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Over these last few years that you've been pursuing your dream of becoming a baker, what would you say are the things that you absolutely love about your career? It's fun to be out there and talking to people, whether it's sampling or when I used to do farmer's markets. I love being with people and seeing people enjoy my products or at least hearing that they enjoyed it or running into people saying, oh, you know, you're the hungry monkey. I you know, mm-hmm. saw you or heard about your, t-. but it, it's wonderful to have a kid come up and say, I love your banana bread. There's nothing better to me than someone enjoying something I've made. There's a lot of satisfaction and I, I don't know if you want to call it ego. It's just, I really hope, you know, it's just for me, it's just the pure satisfaction of someone enjoying what I've made and really liking it. And then uh, on the flip side, what would you say is maybe the the most difficult or the most challenging part of your job? Well, I think for your listeners, people who are still in high school or in college trying to figure out what they'd like to do, I think the early stages for me were really difficult. Mm-hmm. That was the most challenging is not being able to see my family. But for most of your listeners, they probably aren't married and probably don't have children. So it's a a little bit different. For me, it was just not being able to spend as much time with my husband and child. I think the other thing is for starting your own business, 
it's all on you. You know, mm-hmm. the rewards are great if, and, and then you, you reap all the rewards, but if there's financial issues or you need to buy a piece of equipment or you need to buy a truck to distribute it, you know, where the truck breaks down. I mean, there's so many different things. It's all on you. So that's challenging to have that sort of worry. It's different when you're working for someone. That's their problem. Mm-hmm. But when it's your own, it's your <laughs> So that might be something that, you know, new bakers want to keep in mind as they're kind of starting on their career is that the, there's the rewarding aspects, but there's also the challenging parts. Yes. And there are challenging parts. And the good news for someone who's young is they don't have generally, they don't have a mortgage and other Mm -hmm. responsibilities. So it's a good time. You know, for me, I started out later, so I had a lot more to lose. When you're younger, you don't have as much financial baggage and Mm -hmm. um, responsibilities. So I think it's a good time to jump into your own business, but I think it's also a bad time in in the sense that I really had the benefit of having been in several jobs where I had to manage money, where, you know, it was someone else's money, but at least I learned the skills to budget. And that's a big part of baking. You may think you love to bake, but when you're standing there for eight hours a day or 10 hours a day, I learned that for me, I was better at the marketing and the PR and the social media. And for me, I still love to bake, but I found it very challenging some days to stand and, and bake for, a, you know, that many hours. Took something I loved. Mm-hmm. Some days it turned it into drudgery. Got to be really honest because there's sometimes you think you want something and mm-hmm. it kind of morphs into something else. I still love to bake, but I don't know that I would go back to baking 10 hours a day. When you start getting orders, you have to fill them. If you don't fill them, and you have to be careful because you're only as good as your last product that someone ate. And so we're running a little short on time. But just to wrap up, if you were in the shoes of the job seeker, of someone who's looking to start a baking career, what's one last piece of advice that maybe you would share with that person that you wish maybe someone had told you? Oh, that's a really good question. (laughs) I would say try and sleep. Get sleep. (laughs) Um, That and really consider finding a mentor. if you have the resources, finding a good consultant. I did it all on my own, and I really wish I would have asked for more help in the beginning. And talk to somebody, somebody in a business that you really you know, admire, and go to that person and say, look, someday I want to be you. Someday. People love that. People love to think that other people you know, admire what they do and who they are. So that's my one bit of advice. I really wish I would have done that. And with that final bit of advice, we will wrap up this edition of I Want to Be a Baker. We've been speaking with Cindy Kinsley, who is the owner of the Hungry Monkey Baking Company. Cindy, thanks again for giving us some insight into the world of a baker. Thanks, Jenna. I appreciate it. Of course, if you, the listeners, have any comments or questions regarding any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio, just email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us under at the LJN on Twitter and give us your thoughts on this topic or other topics. Once again, I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and good luck with your baking endeavors. 